Hello and welcome back to the Z. It is Wednesday morning, 2 a.m. on the dot. Decided to do a show. I was watching some uh, highlights from the 2019 World Series between the, the Astros and the Nationals. And I just thought, I thought, the Astros really cheated for three straight years and only won one World Series off of it. And I thought about that and I was like, I want to do a show about it. I want to talk about it. I want to rant a little bit. I hate the Astros. You know, not as much as the Yankees. Obviously, I hate the Yankees. But I hate the Astros. So I decided to do a little more research. Looked back at the at the last three postseasons. I looked back at the series. I looked back at the home road splits for each individual player. And it's just so clear the difference between home and road. So clear how used the league was and how much the Astros cheated the system. What does it say about the organization? I mean, you have, you have guys like Altuve and Springer, homegrown talent, Correa, Bregman. And I had so much respect for guys like them, especially Altuve, the short guy. Been with the team for 11 years, won nothing until 2017. Didn't even make the world, made the, the playoffs once and lost in the ALDS. 2015. And then this happens. It's just this huge thing that everybody talked about for a little bit, but kind of forgot about it. I mean, this has so much about this organization that I just, people had so much respect for. 2017, beat the Red Sox in the ALDS 3 1. Red Sox coming off of losing David Ortiz retirement. Didn't have the starting pitching, didn't have the relief pitching. There's no guy in that lineup to get them from the beginning to the end. No power. Didn't have the best contact. Mookie Betts obviously had a had a great season the year before. Didn't have the same thing. Xander, same same idea. Then you go to the ALCS and you only beat the Yankees four or three. And this is a strong Yankees team. Judge, huge power hitters. You know, got a lot of contact guys, the utility guys. Starting pitching, you still had Sabathia, Tanaka, you had the relief, Chapman. He only beat them 4-3, seven games. And then you go to the World Series, beat the Dodgers. Also, 4-3, took seven games to beat the Dodgers. A lot of games in that series could have gone either way, too. 13-12 victory in extras. 13 runs against that Dodgers team? doesn't happen just doesn't happen unheard of and you go to 2018 beat the indians in the alds three nothing that was the worst indians team in history basically (laughs) any playoff team 86 win team you had the a's who won 97 wins wild card team the a's indians 86 wins and the astros swept them like they should have like any team would and then you, uh, you lose to the Red Sox in the ALCS 4-1. Blowout. Couldn't even win more than one game. Home turf. They won the first game, lost four straight. Again, this was a 108-win team in the Red Sox. And they had the pitching, they had the relief, they have the hitting, everything. Mookie Betts, MVP. 
the of the league. The Red Sox go on to win the World Series against the Dodgers. Dodgers in a stand chance, 5-1. Or 4-1 and 5, my fault. And you go into 2019. And 2019 for me is is the worst one of the year. Well, the worst, worst year of them all. You only beat the Rays 3-2. The Rays didn't have one guy on offense who stood out. They had Blake Snell. But no other guy on pitching who stood out. Didn't have a relief guy who stood out. And you only beat them 3-2. A wild card team the Rays were, by the way. Beat the A's. I was at that game. It was devastating. And you go on to the ALCS, beat the Yankees 4-2. Again, same thing. The Yankees, 100-win 100, 100 team, but didn't really have a chance. Uh, the cheating so much. It took so much away from the Yankees. Two years out of the three. Um... And then you go on to lose the World Series to the Nationals. A wildcard team, by the way. The Nationals were a wildcard team. Just coming off of a season where they lost Bryce Harper to free agency, went to the Phillies. This Astros team acquired two huge pitchers, Garrett Cole and Zach Greinke. Still couldn't beat them. Still had Verlander, by the way. Still couldn't beat them. Lost in seven games. The fact that it even went seven. I mean, the Nationals are just the better team, clearly. And then you start looking at the individual player splits. And this is where it gets crazy. Altuve, 2017, postseason. Home batting average, 472. Incredible. That's a great, that's a great batting average. But on the road, measly 143. On base percentage at home. 513. On the road, 268. A slugging percentage of of 1,028 at home, 229 on the road. Six home runs at home, one on the road. Carlos Correa, 371 batting average at home, 211 on the road. 421 OBP at home, 231 on the road. A 743 slugging at home. Only 395 on the road. Bregman, 273 at home batting average, 154 on the road. 342 on base percentage at home, 175 on the road. 515 slugging at home, 333 on the road. Biggest difference right here, Brian McCann. 300 batting average at home. Ready, ready? 0.037 on the road. He had a 382 on base percentage at home. 161 on the road. His OPS at home, 849. On the road, 198. Obviously, they're outliers. I'll show you the outliers, tell you them right now. Yuli Gurriel, huge outlier. 303 batting average at home, a 306 batting average on the road. It was better. A 361 on base percentage at home, a 324 on base percentage on the road. Not much difference, but that's fine. No big. 
a 576 slugging percentage at home, a 472 slugging percentage on the road. Again, not a big difference. Always an outlier. What about 2018? Jose Altuve, batting average at home, solid 300. On the road, only 214. Marwin Gonzalez, a batting average of 421 at home, led the team for batting average at home. But on the road, also 214. Josh Reddick, 333 batter at home. When he went on the road, only 182. Hmm. Yeah, I thought this was interesting. Yuli Gurriel, outlier for 2017, also an outlier for 2018. Batting average at home, 222. But when we went on the road, it jumped all the way up. Not all the way up. It jumped up to 231. Another outlier, George Springer, because I want to cover both sides. George Springer, at home, 381. On the road, 429. Another outlier. Let's look at 2019, the year they lost. Jose Altuve, home games, led the team for, for batting average at home, 333. But when he went on the road, they went down to 324. I mean, still good. Obviously, still good. I'm not going to take that away. Yuli Gurriel, 282 at home. That went down to 212 on the road. An outlier. Not an outlier there. Carlos Correa, batting average at home. Again, not very good, 225. But when he went on the road, even worse, 143. But Michael Brantley, never a great hitter. Always solid, never great. 282 at home. Went on the road. Went down to 190. Let's look at the team as a whole. 2017 postseason. Team batting average at home. So this is not talking about the big guys anymore. This is the team as a whole. Batting average at home, 273. Batting average on the road, only 208. The on base percentage, 343 at home, 284 on the road. The slugging went from 519 at home to 347 on the road. 18 home runs at home, only 9 on the road. 2018, home batting average, 274. Road batting average, 238. Slugging percentage of 470 at home. On the road, 376. 2019, home batting average of 284. Away batting average, 265. A home batting average of 362. Away batting average, 243. There are all these little things that I just look at. And it's just, it's, it's strange how, how they were able to get away with this for so long. Now, yeah, I'll give them this. It got better as the years ago went on. But is that them thinking, oh, we don't need this anymore because, because we're the best team in the league? Or is that them saying, well, Rob Manfred found it out. Give them some immunity if they didn't tell. What about that? Mike Fires came out, was the first to say anything about this. 
which I think this is a little bit of a of a silly move on his part. He was on that 2017, 2017 team. He won a ring with those Astros. And then when he moved to the A's, which threw a new hitter for the A's, was one of the one of our best pitchers. He comes out and says, "Oh, they're cheating." Go, go, go investigate this. They're cheating. They're cheating. Don't let them do this. They're cheating. But what did he do with that ring? He kept it. Why would you come out and say that you are cheating and not get rid of the ring? Not say, I don't want to be associated with this team. You're still proud to be a champion. But you come out and say they're cheating, you snitch on them. You say they're cheating, but you keep the ring. You say, I'm a champion, 2017 ring. I almost also think of the what-ifs in sports, because there are a lot of them. There are a lot of what-ifs. You know, what if Tiger never came back? What if David Tyree didn't, didn't pin the ball to his helmet? A lot of even little, those are big what ifs. A lot of little, a lot of little what ifs. What if Carson Wentz never gets hurt? Nick Foles led them to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl. Does he still do that? Does Nick Foles take the reins? Obviously not. Carson Wentz should, might have been the MVP if he doesn't get hurt. But does he take them to the Super Bowl? What if Belichick never signed with the Jets? He was a Jet for six days. Before going to the Patriots. What if he never signed with them? Does, the, does he sign with the Patriots? Maybe. Maybe he signs with them. But doesn't ever draft Tom Brady. Speaking of Tom Brady. What if Drew Bledsoe never got hurt? Tom Brady stays as the, as the backup. Doesn't win six rings. Bledsoe just signed a $100 million deal for 10 years. He's a starter, no question. Brady never gets a chance. What if the Astros didn't cheat? Yankees win the World Series, or the Dodgers win the World Series. Either way, the Astros don't. Would have been a great series. The Yankees have a chance to get number 28. May have had a chance to get number 29 in 2019. Who knows? Maybe that Red Sox team in 2017 goes far. Maybe even the A's can go far because they win the division because the Astros aren't cheating. Who knows? Does Hinge keep his job? Does Cora become the manager of the Red Sox? Do the Red Sox then win the championship in 2018? Because Cora's not the manager. He doesn't get the recognition for winning the World Series. So then what happens to Mookie Betts? Does he win MVP? Probably not. Does he ever get traded to the Dodgers? Probably not. Does he sign a big-ish deal with the Red Sox? Seven years, 213, 14, 15 million? Maybe. To Red Sox for life, possibly. All these little what-ifs if the Astros don't cheat. Huge effect in the league. Huge effect to come. 
They're going to get hit more times than any other team in history. Calling that right now. And it's a short season. Keep that in mind. Short season because of coronavirus. By the way, the league just came out with a new proposal yesterday. A 76-game season, 75% pay. The Players Association rebutted that with an 89-game season, full pay. I think the league isn't going to accept that. I don't think the players should get paid for fully for not playing a full season. That's my opinion. I love to have a season, but it's not going to get accepted by the league. The players are going to have to just agree with what the league says if they really want to play at some point. Even in a short season, the Astros will get hit more than any other team. It's going to be fun to see. I hate the Astros. My second most hated team behind the Yankees. I'll always hate the Yankees more than more than the Astros. The Astros in the, in America most hated team right now by far. Nobody likes them except for the Astros fans. Bandwagons hopped off. Nobody wants to be associated with them unless you live in Houston. That's all I got for right now. I I just I feel like I needed to talk about something like this right now. Sports are coming back. I'm excited for it. Doing these more often. I'm excited for it. Sleeping soon, hopefully. I'm excited for it. <laughs> anyway, stay safe. Stay healthy. Get back to normal soon. Thank you for listening. Good night.